Welcome to Remembering Your Oneness with Zane Daniel and Monica Kupiak, where we know everything, and so do you. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. So, what? how many episodes is this now? What are we on? Is this 19? Is this 18? Could be 18 or 19. Wow. I, think I, I think I saw 17 last week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it must be 18. Well, we're this almost, is like we're almost oh, at the 20 mark, 20 miles. Right, right. Almost. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is like the first time that I've actually ever promoted the show. Really? Like mm-hmm. normally I just kind of just let it happen. And then if so, somebody notices it, then great. But I don't know. Did you see the email that I sent out to the mailing list? I actually talked about this in the email. Oh, I didn't. I saw the email. I didn't scroll. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I talk about it at the very top, which proves that you don't read it. And then I talk about it again at the bottom with uh, with links and things <laughs> to for people to show up. And already we've got a bigger number than, than we normally have after one minute of, of uh, being on. Nice. So thank you, everyone, for coming. Welcome. Yeah, and we would love it if you send us some comments, say hello to us. We will say hello back because we are nice peoples. Let us know where you're from, too. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, what uh, today's video is all about the 5D society, 5D consciousness, and how we get those things confused a lot, I feel like. So, there's a lot of times when we're going like, oh, I want to I get away from this 3D world, and I want 5D to happen. And so, one way, 5D, we think of in that way as the 5D society, that we think of it as, okay, so um, the problems will mostly go away. We won't be abusing each other anymore. We will be in unconditional love instead of fear and all that. And this video was talking a little bit about, well, actually, you have the ability to be in 5D consciousness right now. You don't have to wait for some sort of transition. You don't have to wait for the spirit guides to come to earth and change everything. You don't have whatever, whatever you picture for that. You don't have to wait for it. You actually have access at the moment. So that is the, the kind of the focus of the video. But at the same time, I really like the idea of putting together like a list of all the things because we, we often focus on what's wrong with the 3d world. And that's why we want to go to the 5d, like get me out of this place. I'm tired of the abuse and I'm tired of the pain and the suffering and the people that have to work all day, every day, 40 hours a week plus, and you know, on and on and on. Like there's all kinds of reasons why we go, you know, this sucks. So I want 5d, but actually I wanted to, to bring us to it in a more positive way through envisioning what it might actually be like rather than what we're running from. It's like like what we're moving toward. And that is the way to manifest, right? You don't, you don't focus on what you don't want. We all know that we want to focus on what we do want. That's good. Um, You're linking back to one of our other videos about manifestation. Yes, exactly. Yes. So yes. Hello, Maria. And Oh, Sherazan. Oh, I wonder if I'm saying that right. Sherazan, Sherazan. You know, there's this some is great. A high Shaz here. So Shaz. Oh, Shaz. Yeah, I like Shaz. Okay, we'll do that. Of Cape Town. Now, Cape Town's in Africa. Africa. Yeah. Right. All right. We both got it right. I think <laughs> she can tell us if we got it wrong. <laughs> so, so anyway. What do you think of, Monica, when you think of a 5D society or, or even like a utopian society? What do you picture? That's a very good question. I feel like I don't really spend too much time imagining what it would look like, only mm-hmm. because I like, not that I like living in the present moment, but I feel like just being super present and aware of your surroundings and who, I guess your connection with your intuition that everybody would have that. I guess that would be a 5D society in my idea is that people would honor their needs before giving to others more. So it would be more of like a receiving type of 
society. Honor that, their needs. Oh, others' needs, you must No, mean. no, no. Honor, oh. their own, honor their own needs. So honoring yourself before you put someone else first. So Interesting. That way, so that okay. way you're actually, not like in a egotistic way, you know, where like it's, it's like um, where it's needy or it's selfish, but more like a wholehearted, like I'm going to take time for myself and you're going to respect that. And because you're also going to take time for yourself. Self-care. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what you're talking about there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, self-care. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting because one of the things that I actually picture about our 3D society often is the selfishness and the, um, we're, you know, we've got to make money for ourselves and we got to step, step on whoever's in our way to get there. So we have to be very careful about how you distinguish that because it could easily be seen the wrong way. But there's also a huge swath of society that, that doesn't do self care, that doesn't take care of themselves, that doesn't honor themselves like you're talking about. And then they just give, 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 give. Um, and, and they're really missing out on something because they're, they're not respecting themselves. They're trying to respect everybody else first. And I think that might be kind of what you're talking about. It is exactly. Yes. It's also a stem of a big stem of self-love. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So of course I always say, you know, unconditional love is the dominant emotion, you know, in a 5d society. So if Mm -hmm. we've got if you know right now fear is so we're worried about getting a next our next job or or making enough money or about you know what's wrong with our our leadership and our politicians and all of that sort of stuff and so instead to be in a state of unconditional love unconditionally loving all exactly as everything is is the path to this and this is what i talk about in the video too Mm-hmm. But it is the path because if you are in a state of unconditional love, then you are always in a in in an enlightened state. It's that is what enlightenment is. It's unconditional love. So I want to also propose this to our viewers. Please uh, throw in the chat there whatever it is that you picture when you think of what this 5D world, what this 5D Earth, what this 5D society would look like, and just by saying the word Earth. I immediately think of this lush and and beautiful world, right? So there's there's plenty of uh, fertilization in the soil. We haven't stripped it all. We haven't mined it all of all of its of its um, richness, and and so all kinds of diversity, like biodiversity, is possible because the earth is uh, extremely healthy. Mm. What else you got? I would say just going with the earth is extremely healthy. I would say no more zoos, no more right. zoos or sure. places where like people, you know, inhabit animals. So right. Not free. Right. Yes. This disbanded. Yeah. So like the, yeah. And so it's a little bit like, interestingly, you're saying what we don't want. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so we're, but, but Another way to say that is that all animals are free. So that then incorporates, um, uh, what is that called? Corporate farms, corporate farming. Um, and, and that's not the right word, right? What's, what's the word for corporate farming? <laughs> factory like, farming. Factory farming is yeah. eliminated. So all animals are free. They are not being harvested. They are not being abused. They're not being, you know, all the horrible things that we do to animals. <clears throat> and I would think that in this 5D experience, you would not need to consume meat. You probably wouldn't need to. And if we did want to consume meat, we would probably come up with some other way to make it so we're not actually injuring or harming anything. Well, I wouldn't go completely that route. I would I would maybe go back like in the olden days when like you know, you have a farm and you have happy cows and happy happy animals and you know, when it's time to kill them, you kill them nice. You kill them, you know, yeah. more con- more in like a conscious way. So it's kind of like moving back to how things used to be versus like mass produced. Because I feel like if you are more 
in a more of an unconditional love state, then you probably won't crave meat as much. But there's nothing wrong with eating meat in my in my opinion. Just because I feel like some bodies do need that 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 I think source. that I think in the five D society we will be pulling from the unlimited energy resources of the universe and we actually won't even need to eat at all. But that's there a completely go. different topic, uh, in a way. So it could be that we still try to do that because it's enjoyable or it's interesting or it's, you know, a hearkening back to our 3d selves. It's a luxury, luxury item. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm, a strawberry. Oh, this is so delicious. <laughs> I love how the juices run off my, my chin. Right. <laughs> well, it's kind of like in the matrix where I think it was the matrix where they were just eating like oatmeal, but it had everything that they needed in there. Um, so maybe that's like, I feel like that's like beyond 5D where you don't even need many substances to right. <laughs> yeah. survive. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, so we've got some from the from our uh, chat. So thank you for showing us these, Patrice and Maria and Nate. So unconditional love and no judgment. I actually just added no judgment to unconditional love and because, again, you know, I don't want to talk about what we don't have. I want to talk about what we do. So, but that's great collaboration, freedom, intuition, love, heart-based. Okay. So collaboration is huge. Um, and, and so this kind of teamwork mentality, this kind of, um, we all would have more of a, of a, a, a unified goal because we wouldn't, the, the, the disagreements would be considerably less, um, painful or problematic because unconditional love is our goal. Helping each other is our goal. Creating lushness and beauty and fantastic and art and all that. Those things would be our goals. And so we probably wouldn't have as much conflict because, you know, you're not trying to say, well, there shouldn't be, uh, illegal aliens in our in our land right like that's gone because we all we want to do is care for each other all we want to do is make sure everybody has everything that they need to survive all the food that they need all the the shelter whatever um even if we don't we might not even need that because again we're pulling from the unlimited energy resources of the universe this transition from 4d to 5d is pretty it could potentially be very extreme but we'll still pull in some of our 3D-ness and our 4D-ness into this 5D because I think it's a little bit easier for us to get our heads wrapped around. But yeah, collaboration and teamwork, absolutely, and it would be beautiful. Um, let's see, what else do we want to do here? Mm, okay, so now, so Nate is talking about what we don't want again. So less of a focus on superficial ego. Oh, I should put this on the thing. Less of a focus on superficial ego-driven things like celebrities, uh, material items, hoarding money, that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't think it would, you know, oh, so what's the positive of that? The uh, uh, freedom from the material well, that's like, um, it's mainly just saying everybody is equal versus someone is better than the other. So yeah. we wouldn't have celebrities if we didn't have movies or we didn't have, you know, I guess social media to praise people for, for, right. whatever, for whatever they are. So it's like, it could it's be like really eliminate, say that again. I said, it's a really good point. Keep going. Yeah, so it's like eliminating the likes or the followers of people and just seeing everyone as equal and everyone's just just telling their voices or telling their their yeah. mess message through. Mm -hmm. And movies, you know, it would be a different praise because celebrities are are really known for their money or how much money they're actually making from or how beautiful they are, or how yeah. what a great actor they are, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they're kind of worshipped. So I think that celebrities should still exist because, like you said, I don't want to I don't want to lose movies. You know, I don't want to lose entertainment. I want to go. I want to still go to a play or go to some sort of performance. I or mm -hmm. or whatever. I that I think would be very good. So I don't think it's it's the celebrities that are bad, but it's the worship of them maybe that we're talking yeah. about. So, so it's the, the worshiper needs to have a more unconditional love or more like more of seeing the person as 
as who their their gifts are because these celebrities have a gift of memorizing these lines and becoming this role. Right. I for sure can't remember a line to save my <laughs> no, life. No, uh, <laughs> uh, sometimes when I have a script to say for my like little YouTubes, I'm like, I can't remember what I'm supposed to say or I have oh, yeah. like 20 takes before I get my little intro, two second intro. <laughs> right. So, like they definitely have like their gifts, so I feel like it's living your your life purpose, and yeah. maybe the whole money distribution would be different. Where I don't know, like maybe the the five D government, you know, sends out money for everyone. Okay. Nobody lacks money, and then everybody has everything at an abundance of in their in their reach. Right. Okay. So self-leadership, I think, is kind of a first step here. And somebody else is starting to talk about this, too. I, uh, let's see. Somebody said self-government. So, you know, so and that and that is kind of what we're talking about when it comes to this, because the reason that you need leadership is because everybody doesn't have the same goals. They don't have the same um, problems. And so when we move into more of a 5D society, those things are going to align more. We're going to have the same unified problems and we're going to be more in tune with what everybody wants. So I, I believe that what also happens in a 5D experience is that telepathy and empathy and those, those spiritual gifts become more dominant. And it might even be to the point where we don't actually have to talk all that much, that we are just a more of a collective. We start moving into the human collective, just like the Pleiadian collective or the Arcturian collective. So and when that starts to happen, then we definitely need less of that leadership and management. And you've got to do this and you should do that. And we can't do this. And you have to punish people for that. You're, most of that stuff is going to start to go away, if not completely be eliminated because of that whole unconditional love is the base emotion honor of self and and really honor of others and no judgment wow you know now we don't need so much of that stuff and that actually brings me to do we need money do we even need some sort of currency it i i don't know if we really do because everybody's needs are going to be provided for everyone's needs provided for. So we, the only reason we have money right now is because we believe that we're in a scarcity society, even though we're not, we could completely create everything that everyone needs right now, today. If we, if we decided to, if, if Elon Musk said, I will give, you know, whatever, a billion dollars to every company, to a company that feeds all the people on the earth. I don't know if the number's right, but, but some, whatever the number is to make it profitable. Do you know how fast that would get done? That there would be so much competition to create all the food necessary for all the world that it would be done in like, you know, a month. And, and everyone would be fed. And as long as that money continued to come in, we would continue to do that. So that just shows really how, how powerful we are. It's amazing how, how powerful we are. But because we still uh, believe in this scarcity based society, we believe that it's not possible and it's just our belief system. So when, when we move into a 5D society, our belief systems change so much that we just go, well, no, yeah, of course we're going to provide everything that everybody needs. Why wouldn't we do that? That's even, that's even that's just a silly counter thought. Well, why wouldn't we? We can. <laughs> so we'll just do it. So that I think starts to eliminate then the, the need for money. Mm -hmm. But, but uh, what I often think of when we go that route is we go, okay, well then, what about if we wanted to create incredible art? And that's what I, I want to see is just unbelievable grand art. Like what if we decided to make like these incredible statues of, you know, beautiful, incredible um, angels or beings of light or, you know, whatever it is that we just absolutely adore. What if we decided to make them larger than skyscrapers? What if we wanted to make huge sculptures that, you know, just 
part of the landscape in this beautiful and amazing way. Well, how are you going to do that unless you had a whole bunch of people that also wanted to do it? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. I'd love to do that. But I also love doing all this other cool stuff that I'm doing. So, mm-hmm. so now the incentive isn't there necessarily to de- to dedicate a, a, enough people, enough talented and skilled people to actually mm-hmm. create something like that. And so that's where the, that's the positive of this like capitalistic approach because you create an incentive. So maybe in a 5D society, we're going to have an all new type of incentive program and it isn't money. It's something else that maybe our little 3D minds can't come up with at this moment. Yeah. Oh, Patrice said that edu- that education, which takes into account the students' talents, gifts, and natural skills. So that's oh, kind of, that. it's kind of exactly what you just said. It's honoring their gifts and helping them explore their gifts versus teaching them, you know, pointless math problems that they probably won't ever need. Uh, And then it's not forcing them to do a certain sport if they don't want to, but it's really asking them what it is, what is it that you're, that you're gravitating towards and it will help them further, further explore their gifts. Absolutely. Or at least getting more in tune with their intuition and learning how to use your intuition more, more time for like meditation and for inner, inner, inner like what are they called like inner exploration per se yeah yeah absolutely that's fantastic and uh and at the same time too we do still want to ask people to do things that are a little bit outside of themselves because they might discover that that they really love it so it isn't Mm -hmm. all you know it's like well i'm not totally sure okay well then try these five things and whichever one really resonates with you is your thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just that now I feel like a lot of um, children, they're shunned away from what they really want to do or pursue just because parents have a certain expectation for them. So I think it's not about getting them out of their comfort zone, but it's also just listening to them. Um, yeah. That's, I feel like that's m- more important in a 5D society is that everybody's heard and, I don't know if you're thinking of a 5D world without an ego, but I feel like ego is still going to exist in a 5D world. But it's about learning how to cope with your ego and not letting not letting your ego win, per se. Yeah, it's starting to disappear, if not gone. Um, but if it's still there, yes, it, it, will, it will be a factor. And uh, somebody just recently wrote to me and they said, oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I'm... I'm getting over this issue in my life and I'm getting over this issue in my life. And then they said, but man, one of the issues that I got to try to figure out is my ego. And, and for some reason I wrote back and I just said, well, actually, uh, your ego is a gift also. And, and you know, it's mostly I said that because if you have anxiety over the fact that you have an ego, then you're causing yourself more problems than you really need to cause. Mm -hmm. So why don't you go ahead and look at your ego as a gift? If you start to look at your ego in a positive way, that it is a beautiful aspect of being a human, then all of a sudden you're going to surround it with very positive emotional uh, experiences and, and feelings. And so if you do that, now I think you start to become more aware of it. If you can love it or appreciate it or whatever, then it's probably going to become more clear to you that you are acting in an ego-based way. And when you do that, then you'll go, oh, okay, so now I do appreciate it. I do love it. But is that something that I want to continue to do? So instead of looking at it like this icky thing that you don't want anymore, then you're surrounding it with lower vibrational emotions. Maybe you're frustrated by it or you're disappointed in it with others or whatever. If you start to look at it in a positive way, it might start to reveal itself more to you and then you can handle it. So I would see that as very important in the 5D society that we would even if we still did have some ego, we would look at it in a very positive way with an unconditional love, no judgment kind of way and go, mm-hmm. okay, this is a cool aspect of myself and it ke- still keeps me as an individual. I'm not 100% a part of the human collective. I still have some individuality. That's fair. 
So I like Julie's here um, is really cool because she's totally right. A lot of these animals would not exist if we were not eating them. They should have happy lives, uh, happy days, and only one bad day. Yep, I like that um, because the slaughter will be humanely done. Sure. Um, and I wonder if, uh, you know, there's a weird angle to this, which is, well, there are an awful lot of extra lives as a result. Is that is that a bad thing? There's a lot of extra lives. Yes, they're being tortured, sort of, right? They're, they're not having happy lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's, it's interesting, ultimately, because what I'm saying right there is I'm judging. Is it bad that we have all these things? I'm trying to determine if, if it should be judged as bad. And it, it's very easy for us to say, well, yeah, it's bad. Those things are suffering. Like, why would we want to do that? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, there's lots of humans that are suffering. There's lots of suffering that happens here on this paradise planet. Is that bad? And if you look at the metaphysical contract, soul contract way, the answer to that is no. That's what you signed up for. That's what you wanted to experience. That what That's what we as source wanted to experience. So we shouldn't necessarily judge it. But anyway... I completely agree with Julie. Otherwise, it just took me down that path and I just had to throw it out there. <clears throat> fair, fair. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Okay. So now this is Maria's envision of a 5D society, I believe. Many people are living on light. Uh, oh, already people are living on light. Okay. Everybody could do that in the future if they wanted. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to. Yeah. She wants chocolate and berries. I agree. Um, okay. So living on light, that's an interesting phrasing. Now I think of a breatharian when you say that, are you familiar with breatharians, Monica? No. Have you heard of Will, Will Hoff? Is it Will Hoff? I think I'm saying it right. Wim Hoff. Wim, Wim Hoff. That's it. And yeah. you, you, you've obviously heard of it. So, so what he's I doing. I just did one of his yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, cool. So that is a breatharian. Wim Hof mm-hmm. is the founder of the breatharians. And that is living off of just breathing where you don't have to eat anything. I don't even know. Does he, do you drink anything? I forget if I haven't done my research on that in a while, but, but that might be sort of what she's talking about by living off of light. Mm. Perhaps, okay. perhaps. What else do we have here? Okay, so Julie shared um, environmental farming link. Thank you, Julie, for all the Facebook folks. They can click on that. Um, there's no way I'm putting that in the window. No one would be able to type that in. Um, okay. Here's another one from Maria. There's a really interesting book about a woman walking through the desert in Australia with a group of Aborigines. Yeah, they were living in total harmony with nature and used their intuition and was communicated. Oh, it was communicated with telepathy. Okay, I hadn't heard of that. That's really fascinating. Uh, you're going to have to tell us the name of that book. I would like to know more about that. Um, yes. Okay, here we go. Sports. Yeah, sports. What an interesting thing. Really, competition in general is so interesting because what's happening in competition? You're trying to prove through statistical analysis of some kind, whether it's points or being there first or whatever, that you're better than someone else. Mm. You know, and so there's some, there's some real uh, lower vibe kind of, there's some ego in that, right? Like, why do we need to prove that we're better than someone else? It makes us feel good. Why? Well, if you think about it, our survival characteristics, we're all about it. That's how we survived is to be better than the thing that's trying to eat us or whatever. So it comes about, we come about it naturally, but it does seem like that would start to fall away in a 5D experience. And then would it be for fun? All sports would be for fun not a competition, but would it then still be fun if we didn't have that drive to be better? Yeah. I like, hold on. I like what Nate just said. He said, I feel like competition brings people together. It's all love. Because what about, what about all the people that are watching in the stadium? Right. 
You get I love that. I love that aspect. That's what I've always loved about sports is going to 60,000 people that are all screaming for the same thing to happen. And when it does, they turn to the perfect strangers and they high five the heck out of each other. And it's just this unbelievable feeling of absolute love. <laughs> That's why I love going to sporting events. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it could be a different twist on the, the meaning of competition that it's it, you'll still have games and you'll still have events, but maybe the outcome would, would be different or at least people's mindset would be different, that it wouldn't be like an ego-driven win, but more of like a love-based win where I just feel so good in this moment doing this and I just want I don't know. It's I feel like the I feel like the your mental talk would just be different when you're when you're in the zone of of doing of being in a competition. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you can play a board game with some friends and you really honestly don't care if you win or not, but the game itself but is it's just fun. It's just being fun and having right. that laughter, that playfulness come, come right. through through more instead of being frustrated. Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel like even now myself, I love playing games. I love to laugh, but it's not like it's not like my ego is being driven by by it to to win per se. Maybe there is a small small hint of it, but I feel like it's like after it, I don't really care to praise it, or I don't care to put it on 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 my wall or something like that, that I won a board game or that I won <laughs> something. Right, right. First so, place in my friend's board game. I got a statue. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'm also thinking, like, well, if there's no, like, ego or if there's no competition, then what would be your drive in life? What's a 5D society drive? Like, what what are you trying to attain? Or what, what are you trying to do next? Because, like, mm-hmm. us living now, we're trying to attain, you know, a slightly better society (laughs) (laughs) right yeah but like once you get a 5d then what's what's next like what you're still gonna have that missing void you're still gonna feel like there's still more to life once you attain that um you know it's even after an ayahuasca trip like you still are hungry for more you're still hungry to attain that that oneness feeling Mm -hmm. and it's not until you're in that oneness are you actually gonna be like settled because i feel like that's why we're here on this earth now is because we were hungry for more we were in our oneness but we wanted to explore more Mm -hmm. and i feel like even if we do achieve the 5d world we're still going to be hungry for something else so i feel like a different type of ego is going to come through yeah maybe a more loving ego is going to come through Mm -hmm. but there's still going to be something in the back of our mind that is looking for looking for more you just nailed it. The whole point of this whole exercise, you hit it already and we're only halfway through. Boom. Okay. So, yes, all we're starting to see that what we have in our 3D society, in our 3D lives, ain't so bad, right? That, that the reason that we are here is to experience this 3D world exactly as it is to be challenged, to, to overcome things, to, to expand ourselves, to be motivated, to be driven, to be excited, to, to achieve, to succeed, all that stuff. And, and if we start to make it too easy on ourselves, then all of a sudden we're going to go, oh, well, what are we going to do now? And let's say we move into the 5D. And then as a human collective, we move to the seventh dimension and then to the ninth and then to the eleventh. Now we're just like the ninth dimensional Pleiadians. We're just like the 13th dimensional Arcturians. And what do they experience? And we, we, we can watch channelings on this all the time. They're experiencing no individuality whatsoever. They are a collective. When one speaks, they all speak. They, and they, everything is hunky dory. Everything is reasonably perfect yet they they want to incarnate as humans and i think we would do the exact same thing as we move to 40 to 5d to 6 to 7 and on and on we'd go well this is great we did it um i want to go back and try to do it again i think mm-hmm. right like so so i think that the truth is that yes we want to get to this 5d and and i think that the 40 is going to be even more fun because it's more of a it's 
it's rooted in this experience and but yet we're starting to open ourselves up to the possibilities and and there's excitement with that and we still have all of these negative emotions and positive emotions and ego and all that stuff so we're like yeah this is great and then and then all as all that stuff falls away that we want it to fall away then we go through this bliss experience probably where it's just like, yeah, everything's amazing. Woo, we did it. And it's beautiful. And I'm, and I'm floating through life and I'm floating through this experience. And I, I, uh, see the, the self in all and all are me and I, and they are all, I am all them and all that. And this, you know, this incredible, it's called Paramananda. It's a Sanskrit word where you have this unbelievable bliss because you recognize the self in all. But eventually you go, well, now what? Right. <laughs> so yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Alternative. Okay, I like this. Alternative news outlets that only focus on the positive. Yes, absolutely. So well, okay. Well, here's another counter to that idea, which I really liked at the first blush. But then I also know that we need to experience the negative so we can grow from it so we can have lessons from it so we can look at it in a new way so it's almost like what you're saying is absolutely right when we compare it to the sensationalization that news networks or news outlets or whatever do right now they're trying to engender fear in everyone so the new news would say something like hey this terrible thing happened but you know what that opens us up for this, for that, for these possibilities, for this greatness. And so, and so even though it was terrible for those who were involved, I'm sorry for them and their families or whatever. Um, we do know that we've just learned something incredible that, that this will probably, something like this will never happen like this again, you know, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. We would, we would spin it in how we would look at it with unconditional love rather than with fear. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's similar to like, the weather, like in the five year world, the weather will still kind of be the same here in, 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 on earth. So like if hurricanes come through or if big storms, you right. know, they do a lot of damage to properties and to, to families. Like it would, it wouldn't be a fear based thing. Like, Oh, I can't live by the ocean anymore because this is going to hit me. But it's more of like being more aware of how to prepare for something or, or the news would, say things like oh now we have this group coming in to help with everybody so i feel like it would just be a different it would be a different twist on bad events but more of bringing in the positive aspect of what's to come and telling mm -hmm. people you're gonna be okay and not just be like oh well fear the water because you're gonna you're gonna get some sort of infection from it but it's more of like, hey, be aware that the water may have some contaminants, so please stay away from it. It mm -hmm. would be more of like a love-based warning right. than a fear-based, hey, don't touch the water because you're probably going to die. Um, right. Type of thing. And, and if we've truly moved into an, an unconditional love-based mindset, then we're not even going to be attracted to the news media that delivers it through fear. Right now... We're so fear-based that we are attracted like moths to a flame to the negative news because we're trying to figure out how to survive. So bring us all the ways we could die so that we can, you know, uh, reconcile that and try to figure out how to survive and try to figure out how to handle it. And if this bad thing happens, then I would do this. And if this bad thing happens, then I would do that. I mean, that's that survival brain. And so that's why we're zeroed in on what all the crap that's wrong so that we can try to avoid it in our own lives. If we are unconditionally love-based, we're not going to want to watch that. It's just mm -hmm. not going to resonate with us at all. And we're going to want news that is based on what we just discussed. Okay, so, all right, I want to go back to some more brainstorming of what, you know, like that art thing. Like, I really, I really get excited about that. That is, 
when we were starting to go down the path of, uh Oh, what would we do now? Um, mm-hmm. That I think is the thing that would start to draw us still. Like, even if we're in a completely 5d mindset, we would start, we would want to create things th- that would appeal to us in beauty, in interest, in, in fun, in joy, in experience. So what would some of those things be? I was just reading one of the comments. Um, but going back to the art thing, it's very similar to what I'm doing now because I, I paint. Yeah. And I'm actually like just trying to listen to my intuition and l- listen to the guides that come through while I paint. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily what I'm doing, but what I'm listening to put onto the canvas. So I've started to do like these abstracts and these abstracts, I've never done abstract before. I've never studied art. I don't really know much about color or composition or, I mean, I know a little bit, but not like I've studied it for many, many years. And so what I've been just doing is I'm listening to what color I should use. I'm listening to where I should place it. So it's very similar to doing like a Reiki session on someone where, you know, you're listening for any messages that come through for that person or or when you're trying to read someone. So I'm doing the same thing while I paint. And it's really interesting to 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 see that I'm actually being so filled creatively through doing this process. Before I would just paint waves and painting waves was really fun. And it was like, yeah, I love this. This is so much fun. But I feel like this is actually like testing me on a whole new level because I'm actually using, you know, my surroundings. I'm listening. I'm, you know, connecting with my source. I'm connecting with, with the Andromedans, the Ecturians, whoever's that's like coming through. And there's people that, I am connecting with that. I still don't even know who their name is because I'm like trying to see like, are you this person or this one? They're like, no. I'm like, well, who the hell are you? And and they'll just be like, oh, you'll figure it out. So it's like very interesting to like, to just like, it's this new puzzle that I'm like creating for myself. So I feel like in the 5D world, there's going to be lots of maybe puzzles that we're trying to figure out that we still don't, aren't aware of because there's still the 60, the 70 or the 80 that we're trying to achieve attain so i feel like it would be a different level of like consciousness that you're being intrigued by and the whole art thing too is just really surrendering surrendering to the moment and allowing yourself to create something new whether it's this huge ginormous sculpture like how you were saying um it's just it's based off of a feeling versus like i think that's going to look great like versus like an ego-based decision or a spontaneous decision. It's going to be more like a wholehearted, like I've connected and I feel this is going to change someone's, someone's uh, perspective or it'll help awaken someone in their own way. Right. But now in a 5D society, then people might not need to be awakened because we would all already be there. But that still doesn't discredit the idea that we, we would still love the beauty of it. We would still love the well, experience. Yeah, we would love it in a different – you would understand yeah. it much better than trying to yeah. explain it. So there right. wouldn't be a need for a description for something. It's more like look at this and what you feel is exactly the message, message that you're supposed to get from. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's absolutely right. Okay. And so what about, what about technology? What do you think happens in a 5D society when it comes to technology? If we are really able to kind of communicate to each other telepathically more actively, do we need the internet? Do we need uh, the the news to be broadcast? Um, do we need you know what 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 starts to happen to all of that? I wonder. I feel like you wouldn't. There wouldn't really be a need for it because you wouldn't need to be stimulated by someone. You would be already. Mm. You would be stimulated by your own self in a way. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound like I'm not, I'm talking sexual, but self-stimulation <laughs> is, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, the worlds that you have access to when you are fully capable of, of mm, brandishing your gifts uh, would be unbelievable. And you could explore universes, possibly, mm-hmm. potentially, inside your own head and i don't even like to say the word head because it's probably inside your own multi-dimensional bodies or being um so yeah so you're right there and i wonder if we would 
still want to make spaceships to travel to different planets and so forth. Because if I, I think mm-hmm. I've been told many times by different channels and uh, Akashic readers that I have been an Andromedan ship captain. So when I had been an Andromedan in my uh, one of my past lives, that I was a spaceship captain. And mm-hmm. so obviously that's a high vibrational um, collective. And they created spaceships supposedly... Uh, Bashar's civilization, uh, the planet is called Essasani. They have spaceships. So it seems likely that we would still want to physically explore the universe, even though we might be able to um, energetically or mentally explore the universe just by proverbially closing our eyes and allowing that information to be flooded into ourselves. Well, I feel like it would also be a, a different way of creating them too. So it would be more efficient because your 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 vibration is higher. And you're not being limited by funding, or you're not being limited by mm-hmm. by other people telling you, "Oh, that's impossible to go travel into space." I feel like <laughs> right. the traveling through Earth would be different too. That it would be much quicker, more efficient, more yeah. eco friendly. More, yes. it would definitely be. You could maybe even teleporting would be would be a thing. Yep. But but I feel like it would it would be a different realm because right now I feel like cars are being created so that they break down and businesses sur- survive. That, right. You know, you're able to go to a mechanic. The mechanic makes money, and the mechanic isn't going to give you the right right stuff. It, your car will eventually break down, so that way you keep having to put money into this car. But I feel like maybe in a 5D world you would have the most perfect car that never breaks down, that has everything. The roads are perfect. There's no more potholes because there's no more for these like useless jobs that need to be done. The The environment would just be working as itself in a way or recycling right. in its way that it's, that it's, that it's manageable, that you're using the best quality of materials created, but you're not, mm-hmm. you're not creating in a form of, oh, this is going to break down soon, so we're going to take people's tax money and rebuild yep. the roads, or we're going to take a year just to re- just to pave this road for for people, or traffic is going to keep forming. So I feel like there would be different resolutions to everything, so that everything works in a more harmo- harmonious way. So that way you can focus your attention on creating that better spaceship per se, right. so that yeah. way you can go and travel in a different form. Yeah, so the idea of manifestation being a part of creation. So it wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily be that you would have, you know, workshops with metal workers and cutting things and molding things in in a in a very physical space. It might be even like the 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 greatest uh, manifestors are able to actually kind of like cobble together things through their own spiritual gifts, uh, which is hard for us to even like imagine. But, but as we get further and further along, then we would be completely capable of doing all kinds of things like that. And so it's probably going to be some sort of combination of being able to do the manifestation and actually pulling on physical things and you know then then of course i think again of like the ninth dimensional pleiadians they're i just don't think they're building anything they're just there you know they're just existing in this other in this in this world of observation and being heart-centered and all that and so there's also a chance that we wouldn't be motivated to do all those things because there's there's almost no need and and you go well, why do we even need to fly to other planets? And why do we even need to, to create all this stuff? And so on and so forth. But, oh, here's one for sure. The, the, the channeling abilities, we would channel and download all the ways to do stuff without any destruction involved. So if we did, let's say, have to create steel in a steel mill and there would be um, waste products from the process, we would have downloaded ways to just eliminate that or to just dematerialize those waste products so that they wouldn't cause any harm to the earth. Things like that would be so uh, um, available, readily available to us that we wouldn't even need to um, worry about uh, the destruction of the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like that you said, you know, 
you would be able to channel more without the disruption because right now it's really easy to get distracted when you're channeling or when you're trying to channel or if you're trying to develop that skill because your phone is constantly going off or maybe you have children that you have to tend to there's a lot of distractions that are keeping you away from actually sitting down and tuning into yourself so i feel like there would definitely in the five-year-old it would just be easier to do that because there would be much less distractions right you wrote aliens would visit us <laughs> yeah right like wouldn't you couldn't you see that aliens would come and they'd be like okay they're ready for us yeah yay and then mm-hmm. they would come down and, and i feel like it would just be like a friend that's coming by to visit us <laughs> right yeah yeah at first year we'd be like f yeah this is amazing and then be like oh yeah it's it's the pleiadians or it's the it's the ssanis or whatever uh yeah and and yet, you know, I love this story. So Bashar talked about this and one of somebody asked a question like, Bashar, if you could just come here, which he says he does, like mm-hmm. if you could just come here and, and why wouldn't you just land on the planet, introduce yourself to us so that we could have a, a physical conversation? And he said, well, the problem is that we vibrate so high compared to you that if you saw us in person, then instead of looking at us, your consciousness would be absorbed in us. And then you'd be looking at yourself standing there trying to talk to us. You wouldn't be able to keep your own perspective and consciousness inside your body because we're so powerful. We would just suck it into ours and now you would be completely confused by what was happening. You'd freak out or whatever because you can't, you, you're not high enough of a vibration. So as we raise in vibration, more and more different types of alien beings would be actually be able to be in our presence in this way, in this physical way. And then I go, uh-oh, <laughs> Uh, we, it might be the fact that we don't even need to be physical anymore because physical is a 3d characteristic and the, the farther up you go and the higher vibrations, then you there, it doesn't even make any sense. Like 3d physical is, is so primitive (laughs) that they might not even need to worry about such things. Mm -hmm. Just out of curiosity, just to backtrack, is there any, 2d or 1d things oh right or well you know i'm gonna i'm gonna sidestep that question because i don't know enough about it i really haven't studied it it's interesting because um mateus d day blah blah i forget his last name i always forget his last name but it starts with Mm -hmm. d um he is a he is a guy who who talks on on gaia the gaia network all the time and mm-hmm. I've watched a little bit of his stuff. And he has, like, perfect recollection of his past lives. Like, he can just mm-hmm. tell you everything about every planet and every experience he's had. And he talks about different planets. And he says, like, yeah, they're really advanced and they're really high vibe and all that jazz. And it's really boring there. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, so he's not afraid to say, this world's pretty awesome. Um, you, shouldn't, mm-hmm. you shouldn't knock it too much. But he also has talked about the 1D being the source self, which I mm-hmm. thought was really interesting because we're always talking about moving to higher vibrational emotions yeah. or higher dimensions as opposed to 1D. So that actually kind of confused me. And I haven't, I haven't done enough studying or researching or, or channeling or you know, downloading to really fill that in for myself. So mm-hmm. that's as far as I can talk about that. I've definitely read some books to that saying that when you're here on earth, sometimes it could be your last lifetime. So I wonder if like 3d is also like a chance for you to truly remember your oneness and that way you're kind of like done reincarnating or if this is you to again, to experience other consciousness levels because you just, you just didn't learn exactly what you were supposed to learn just yet. Um, I feel that neither of those are true. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel that we intentionally choose whatever we want. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we come here because we want to experience this. And like I was saying, the human collective is already on the fifth dimension or the seventh dimension. We've already made it. And if we've already, 
if we make it this time, let's say we make it this time and we get mm-hmm. to fifth, we get to the seventh. Once we get to the fifth or to the seventh, now time doesn't exist in those dimensions. So time is eliminated and there's still some time in fifth, but there's like, I think there's none in seventh based on my understanding. So, mm-hmm. so in that case, now that means that we've always been in the seventh, right? There is no past where we weren't there because there is no time. So in that way, we would, we would say, all right, either we're going to make it. And so if so, then we've already been there all along and we've decided to, to reenact this experience, to, to have it again, to go through it again and see if we can do it again or just, just have the experience having forgotten that we've already made it so that mm-hmm. we can enjoy this process. Or we don't actually make it and there is no seventh dimensional human collective. I, I don't believe in that one as much as I believe in the other one that, yeah, we've already been there. So, you know, some of the, 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 the ideas that, you know, we've made mistakes and so we have to do it again, or we've, you know, our karma has happened. So we have to do this again and all that stuff that is very 3d in its thinking. I, Mm -hmm. I don't feel that that makes any sense. If we talk about these high vibrational experiences, beings, collectives, and all this, that there would be this because, okay, in order for you to have to come back because you didn't do something right or whatever, that means there's judgment involved. Judgment mm-hmm. is not a high vibrational experience in any form. Source does not judge us. Our higher selves do not judge us. The collectives do not judge us. We, our souls do not judge us. There is no judgment unless you are a 3D being. So the idea that there's, there's a, mis- there's something you didn't do right that this doesn't add up. So I don't, I don't subscribe to that concept at all. I, I see us as, choosing all of these things and and that's hard for some people because they've had such difficult and painful and suffering experiences here or they've witnessed it in others of course and they go you know oh man there's just no way that anyone would voluntarily sign up for this like that would be crazy for us to do such a thing Mm -hmm. so then i guess then you don't believe in karma is that what it sounds like or yeah, more or less. I mean, there's some karma elements that uh, that resonate, but most of it doesn't. Uh, again, because it's a judgment thing, and mm-hmm. and you know, so so like I I know that we are all source, and I know that it is very easy for us to believe that, to know that, to experience that, to live that. So then you think, okay, so if you die and you're just source again, what about this soul self? What about this higher self self? What about, what about my past lives and, you know, this particular Mm -hmm. track that I've been on and I've been, you know, uh, you know, Napoleon in my past life, but I haven't been Hitler or whatever, right? Like to, 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 to look at it in that way, those are just stories and those are, those are just limited, a, 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 less limited view of yourself. The most limited view of yourself is that you are just this biological body with these biological brains and that is it. And when this biological body uh, perishes, then your consciousness is just gone. So then that's, that is a super limited way to look at it. It could be true. Um, and, and if you really truly believe that to be true, you could make it true for yourself because that's how powerful you are. Or you go back one more step. Okay, you are a being that has existed on in many of these uh, experiences and many of these past lives on Earth, on other planets, in other dimensions, and all of that. And that is your track. And that is that is also a, a true story. Possibly you could look at it that way and say, yeah, that that is what I encompass. That is my true me. But that is still. A, a limited view of yourself and mm-hmm. and they're all they're all valid and then of course the unlimited view of yourself is that you are just source having forgotten that you're source and having temporarily lost your powers so that you could take this experience seriously mm-hmm. makes sense so i guess it religion would be more of a 3d world because karma stems from the the Hindu, hinduism type of religion right possibly yeah i mean religion is very 3d and one of the biggest ways that it's 3d is that you feel like you have to go to church 
and listen to this other person who has the access or or to God and that you don't. And so you have to go to someone else. Like that is a classic 3D, you know, experience or yeah, belief system. So the 5D society brainstorm, you can add that, I guess your, your own, your, it's like you have a freedom of belief in a way. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. I feel like that makes, I feel like that is what really narrows it down to is you wouldn't care for, you know, your next incarnation or the, or the five D or the one D or, or whatever, because you understand your oneness. And in this moment, you're just going to live it to the fullest right. versus being in a form of lack or being in a form of, Oh, I'd rather have this life or I'd rather have that life. You're truly just understanding that who you are right now is unconditional and and perfect perfect yep you got it <laughs> yeah that's awesome and and really the in the 5d society the 3d society believes that you have to go to church to hear the word of god the 4d society says you know what i think i can get it i think i can and then you sometimes do and you sometimes don't and you're like oh man i'm pretty sure i'm source i think i'm source the 5d is the knowing you know that you are and you have access to it fairly easily and and so and you can keep it in your mind at all times at all throughout your experience whereas now we i have my class set alarms to go off every hour it, during source week for them to let, like reckon, remember that they're source like oh right you know like i got so wrapped up in that thing i forgot that i'm source and and mm -hmm. because we get we forget that so easily so, so to reinforce it and reinforce and reinforce it but in the fifth dimensional society you don't have to set any alarms <laughs> you know that you are source at all times and you take all of your actions are based on that fact yes so i like um sl's question here what are your thoughts on astrology karmic astrology so astrology i really do like and it's very interesting because in astrology you've got a roadmap of what your life is going to be you've got a complete roadmap laid out for you where you can go oh, all right um i'm gonna choose this one it's and it's got addiction issues and it's gonna it's got um poverty issues but it's got gr great love experiences or you know romantic experiences that seems like a good one. And then, and then that's pretty much what your li life is because that astrology, that astrological alignment is almost like a menu that you get to select your character before you come here. Now, and so if that's the, the case, then you can choose whatever one you want. And at first you might say, well, geez, I would pick the guy who's or the woman who's rich and who has, you know, no problems at all and so on and so forth. I just want to live in this bliss-like ecstasy experience. Maybe there's someone like that exists, that exists here on this planet. I don't know totally if that's true, but let's say that there is somebody like that. Okay, great. So you do that and you already have, you've already done it. And you're like, that was cool. What else we got? And you get to choose from everyone and eventually you get to be absolutely everyone and experience absolutely everything because it is better than that boring place like uh, Matthias was talking about. It's you. Everything here is freaking amazing. And in its difficulty and its challenge and its awesomeness and it's in its everything. So, yeah, you would choose it all. And if you want and I don't really know karmic astrology specifically, um, so I don't know if I can comment very closely to that, but if I were to take those two words and put them together, you could, I can imagine that it's about the, the astrology that kind of directs your, your lives or your life based on this karmic judgment. Um, if that's the way that it, that it works, then again, I believe that you're choosing that and you've chosen, you say, okay, I want to go down a track of lives where karma has an influence on my experience. 
okay. So you go through that whole track of lives and you come out of it and you go, oh, that was great. I got to experience all these lives and this judgment and this, this experience. Do I want to do that again? Or do I want to do something else? It's totally up to you. Mm. So freedom of choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in a way, there's no freedom of choice because you're going to do everything. You're just going to do it all. And, and yet, and then you go all the way back and you go, is that what source wanted you as source wanted? Yeah. (laughs) You, you want as many of those freaking experiences as possible. There is no punishment. There is no reward. There just is. So let's come here and do all of the stuffs. I think that's how we should end it as that. Oh my gosh, we blew past the hour. I was so (laughs) into it. I was having so much fun. All right. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. You could do whatever it is that you want. I think that's how we should end this podcast. You can do whatever it is that you want. Yeah. Wholeheartedly with unconditional love. Right. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. For We're like small. Let's be bigger. All right. Thanks, everybody, so much for watching this time. I thought it was lots of fun, of course. I like the brainstorming approach. We might have to do that some more. And uh, let us know what you think. And, you know, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, go ahead and do that. Uh, and we are on Awoken TV as well. So definitely check out Awoken.tv. What else could we tell them about? I've got my event coming up in an hour. If you if you want to attend that, um, I'll leave a link in the comments. Um, I have a I have a um, a workshop to help people remove negative entity attachments. And then what do you got going on, Monica? Well, I'm painting more and more, so I'm actually going to be increasing some of my prices next month. So you can still take advantage if you sign up for my email uh, for twenty percent off your first art order. And then next month, I'm going to be having different prices. So if you want to get some something nice for your house, I do all of my energetic paintings. Uh, or I put energetic healing energy into my paintings. Now, they can see that if they go to that, MonicaKubiak.com. Yep, on my website. Delicious. They'll have to do that. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. That's it. We'll see you next week. Aloha. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.